of the story. 87 Slim, episode 3, Why I Don't Holla. Um, I had a couple other topics I saved in my notes I wanted to talk about, but I guess I'll dive into this. and It's more of a background of who I am. So, when I was 12, maybe 13, I lost my virginity. And I didn't lose my virginity in a typical movie way. It wasn't romantic. It wasn't special. I lost my virginity actually running a train on a girl. That's how, that's that's the first time I had a sexual experience. I'm outside, hanging out, and one of the big homies is like, hey, you up next? And I'm like, okay, you know. I didn't know shit about sex, but I felt at that time I was ready for whatever everybody else was doing. You know, I'm following and I followed. So I wasn't first. I wasn't second. I was third and uh, went into the woods. It was a girl in the woods and she was bent over and I pulled my pants down and boom, lost my virginity. So. I wasn't properly educated about sex, which is why I had unprotected sex with a girl who I did not know, don't know her name, don't know anything about her, you know, I just had sex with a girl, so um, that's why my feelings about sex is is radically different than a lot of other people's i don't have the emotional attachment to it okay so going with that for this episode of why i don't holler at women is um the progression of becoming a young man starting to date um becoming more promiscuous um being in more committed monogamous serious relationships and uh finally deciding at you know some point in my life i was probably 26 27 25 i don't know i forget exactly when but it was it's been years um of ending the option of actually dating i just stopped dating at a certain point where i was like you know what i've been unsuccessful at this i don't think i'm going to be successful at this and i'm not going to further waste my time or another woman's time knowing that you know um i'm not interested in a relationship the other part that goes with that is why i don't holler at women like i don't approach women to try to talk to them an initiation of getting to know you, to date you, to be with you for intentions and purposes of marriage. I don't care for that. I am strictly chasing hoes just to have sex. I want pleasure, or orgasm, and we go on about our ways. We can be friends, we can be cool, we can hang out, but I'm not going to invest the time into being in a relationship because I've done it so many times and it's been pointless and more of a headache that I'm just not interested in doing it. 
So going back to childhood is like, um, I'm an attractive dude. I'm not the most attractive. I'm not completely ugly. I'm decent. You know, I'm all right. I, I can get by. Okay. Um, especially being tall and, uh, back then dark skinned niggas was not in, it was light skinned niggas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I still could get by, but, uh, I wouldn't say I was a nerd. I was intelligent. Um, I could apply myself if I wanted to. Of course, I was into comic books and cartoons and anime and everything else. So I wasn't um, essentially paying girls attention in my youth. Okay. But of course, at some point when puberty awakens, you start to find girls attractive and, you know, you attempt to talk to them. And I've always been decent talking to girls. Like I kind of know what to say and be casual and just be cool to talk to and have interesting things to say. And then that, you know, moves you to the next level of opening up the possibility of this becoming something. So, um, initially, you know, it's awkward as a guy because you've never done it before. It's your first time doing it. You go to other guys and friends and relatives and whoever else to get advice how to talk to a girl. You know, and it's always the worst fucking advice ever. We as men are terrible when it comes to passing advice to young boys on how to get girls because we're already corrupted at that point. You ask a guy 19, 20, 25, 30, 50, 60, whatever age, you know, once he's eight rejection, <laughs> it's fucking over. We are tarnished. When it comes to talking to girls, you know, um, sometimes it's good advice. Sometimes it's bad advice, but mostly it's bad advice. Um, and uh, you get you get past that initial awkwardness and the embarrassing, you know, putting yourself out there and, um, you know, being shy or nervous or whatever it is. You kind of got to fight past that shit to take that chance. And uh, I got over that real quick. And of course, you know, being a young man, and as I said, you're decent, you're not the most attractive, you're, you're not ugly, but you're going to experience some rejections. And of course, that shit stings. It's not a good feeling. Um, of course, it's embarrassing, and, and, and you feel shitty, like, damn, I ain't, you know, I ain't deserve that. That's kind of fucked up. And at the time, this is the 90s. You know, girls was going hard because of the culture and music that was out back then. Like, you was getting roasted if a girl didn't like you. Like, they was flaming your shit. So, you got to shake that shit off and then try again and try again and try again with different girls. You know, um, you might try again with the same girl, but you don't want to make multiple attempts, especially if that shit not going nowhere. So, you know, getting shot down, fucked up, but you keep moving forward. And as I probably got into my teenage years and my 14, 15, 16, 17s is probably when I had the most success. Um, still broke, ain't got a lot of fucking money coming in. You know, you a kid, 
but my mouthpiece was strong due to the years of rejection, you know, that shit built up a good fucking armor, you know, where I knew certain things to say that can get me an advantage, you know, it can get me closer and quicker to the direction I was trying to take whatever this relationship, friendship, we fucking around thing going, okay? Um, but even then, of course, you're still getting rejected because I'm a shallow dude. You know what I'm saying? I like pretty, pretty bitches. I like models. I like cheerleaders. I like drill team girls. I like exotic bitches. I like the, the I like bitches out of my league, all right? <laughs> I mean, I'll fuck an ugly girl. I'll shoot for somebody that's not my preference if I'm really just trying to knock something down. But I know my type. You know what I'm saying? And my type is uh, highly sought after, which makes it more difficult to actually knock those girls down. Because they know every dude is after them. You know, the long, pretty hair, pretty skin, she cute, slanted eyes, pretty teeth, nice body, fat ass. That girl has always got somebody, you know, trying to holler at her, trying to get with her. And I was one of those guys. So I think it was getting into my mid-20s, you know, after being in some relationships that bottomed out, that failed. And, you know, just depressed, you're sad. You're like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, marriage doesn't seem realistic. These relationships is bogus. And um, I'm tired of hollering at girls getting rejected. Some of these bitches you hollering at is like, how the fuck you going to deny me? How the fuck you going to... Like, I remember being in my truck. This was years ago. I was in my truck. Went to the gas station to get some gas. Filled up my gas tank. Seen a baddie. You know what I mean? And I was like, you know, nice body. I'm a holler at her, see if I can make something happen, right? And pull up on her. I'm like, hey, how you doing? And she just blew a nigga the fuck off. Now, I, she got a right to. I don't know what's going on in her personal life. She don't owe me nothing. But she just blew me off like, fuck out of here. I ain't talking to you, nigga. And I was just like, it's amazing. This bitch ain't got no car. You, I, I, I want to fuck with you. You know, but you, the uh, the audacity to just be like, fuck out of here, nigga. You ain't getting, because you know what I want. I want some pussy. You know that's what I want. So that gives you the leverage to be like, I could be a bum bitch with nothing going on. And niggas is still going to shoot after me. But as a nigga, you like, look at this. Like, when you balance the shit you got, the shit that you bring to the table, you're like, this bum bitch walking is going to act funny to me? All right, shorty, cool. You know, but if you switch the tables, that shit never happens. You never see a girl in a nice BMW pull up on a nigga who walk into the bus stop like, son, let me holler at you right. That never happens. That's why it's comedy skits to that shit, you know? I've been in clubs dancing with girls having a good time, buying them drinks, you know, trying to create a situation, 
and at the end of the night, that shit don't go right, and you're like, what the fuck am I doing wrong and not right, or is these bitches just playing with a nigga, you know, and that gets you to a point to where you're like, man, you know what, I'm tired, it's easier to just bust down some hoes, man, I ain't even got to put a lot of time into trying to get her, I'm so out of her league in advance, ain't no way in fuck she not gonna wanna fuck with a dude like me, cause I shouldn't even be giving her the time of day, so it make you think you fucking with bitches out of your range, which is, is kinda true, but then the chicks, people think it's in your range, you be like, what the fuck is she really contributing to my life that's beneficial, other than some pussy, you know, you don't meet, I don't, I don't think no, I don't think a lot of people meet the type of person people believe is out here. I don't believe in love at first sight, soulmates, and, and none of that shit. I don't really see that shit, to be honest with you, you know. So that built up kind of, uh, you know what, fuck these bitches. I ain't fucking hollering at y'all no more. If you want to fuck with me, you want to holler at me. You see how I'm rocking. You see what I'm doing out here. And if you think the type of nigga I am is valuable and worth something to be in your world, then you'll approach me. But I was saying, I'm saying it to my ex. I was telling her, I've been hollering at girls for, you know, not even 20 something, but, you know, say 15, 17, 19 something years. I'm hollering at girls. Some successful, some success, you know, unsuccessful. Getting shot down, I'm getting rejected. I'm taking that shit. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I just got to a point to where it's like, I'm not going to chase you. Chase you for what? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know the type of nigga that I am. If anything, you should look at me and my qualities and be like, that's a good dude. I'm going to fuck with him. I ain't going to even play around and waste his time. So my ex, the last few chicks I dated, this is years ago, the last few chicks I dated actually approached me. You know, I presented myself and represented myself in a certain way and it was undeniable that I was completely different than the typical nigga out here. The way that I talk, the way that I carried myself, the way that I look, um, compared to the drug dealer, hustler, the typical rapper, athlete, the typical bum-ass nigga that's out here, I shape myself to be something completely different, you know, going to work, getting money, got decent, nice stuff, I'm doing something with myself, you know what I'm saying, I'm just in a good space in my world, and from the outside, you can see that, and be like, oh, okay, well, shit, you know, see what old boy doing, so, you know, so the last few chicks, I fuck with approach me, and, um, man, I still was immature, you know what I'm saying, I still was on some dumb shit, made mistakes, because we make mistakes in our youth, and even in my 20s, you know, you still ain't as experienced as you believe to be, but my last relationships were more, um, serious and geared towards marriage, you know, the conversations and intentions to be married, you feel what I'm saying, but 
I just got tired of hollering at girls. So, you know, once I started getting into my 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, I don't really holler at girls no more. I just pretty much stopped. Like, I'm not seeing a bitch in the grocery store and A.O. Ma. I'm cool. Fuck out of here. I'm not doing that. I don't give a fuck if you got a fat ass and you cute. I fuck plenty of cute bitches with fat asses. You check my body count. It's fucking... It's past double digits. High double digits. Damn near could be triple digit, to be honest with you. I'm just keeping it real. So, to see a super attractive, gorgeous girl, that shit don't really float me no more because... My sexual history is just ridiculous. Like, I really was knocking down some shorties. So, if I see you out somewhere in a restaurant and you attractive, yeah, I might look and acknowledge and admire the beauty, but I'm not the same dude like these, excuse me, these young boys that's going to press you and pull up on you try to figure you out. Oh, my, let me get your number. These bitches was having their phones in their hand, fake texting, fake talking on the phone to not want to talk to you, to, to not give you the time of day. And I just felt like, all right, cool. I'm not going to keep attempting to prove I'm a good dude to talk to. I'm, I'm cool. So I walk past plenty of attractive women. And keep going on about my day. And then you could kind of feel the energy. Where to her. It's shocking. Because she's used. To guys steadily. And constantly approaching her. Trying to holler at her. Trying to get with her. Trying to make something of the situation. And I'm just like ah look. That ass fat. She cute. That's what's up. Anyway can I get you know 22 on pump. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm getting my gas. I'm not paying you no attention no more, and I'm not hollering at you, you know? I'll be somewhere in my truck sitting and see some shorties, and no, I'm, I'm cool. I'm, I don't got, I don't care no more. I don't got time. It's a waste. The fucking hassle and shit that you have to do as a man to get her to open up, to be willing, I'm past that, y'all. I'm 34. I don't give a fuck no more. It's too many holes out here. And I be telling my mans that all my little young boys, all my little bros, the little homies, I be telling them that. Like, if you want to pursue a relationship, I ain't knocking that. I wish you the absolute best, but I ain't the nigga to come to for advice for that. But if you're trying to knock down some holes, I got mad advice to give you. I'm going to put you on game and I'm going to get you in there early. You feel me? And some of these bitches don't know that they hoes, but you can convert them. Every girl think they a good girl, think they marriage worthy, think that they special. But clearly, it's mad hoes out here. So if you maneuvering right in your situation, you're going to run into some of them. Some of them you clutch, you hold on to, you knock them down. But I just got tired of the rejection. Shit wasn't adding up. It wasn't equivalent. Bitches was like, I bring that da da to the table. And it's like, How's that beneficial to me for me to want to holler at you? Like, that don't move me in no type of way. I'm not talking to Shorty. Bitch got three kids by three different niggas. If they don't get the fuck out my face, 
You know what I'm saying? Or or live somewhere and know mad niggas. You know mad niggas. How? How do you? And these niggas is just the bros. I'm not hollering at you. I'm not pursuing you or bitch super uppity. Like I like fucking with black chicks that lived in white neighborhoods. So they wasn't all the way ghettoed out. You know what the fuck I mean when I say ghettoed out. We all know that girl who been in the ghetto and that's just what the fuck she is. So I like the experience of variety and different type of woman. So I liked it that preppy, happy black girl, you know, who is outcasted by the white community because clearly she black. Her family just fortunate and blessed that she out in the suburbs and I'm trying to fuck with her. I ain't never have a preference of light skin or dark skin. I'm fucking with whoever fucking with me. So I'm I'm shooting my shot. But um that's around us play a part. I ain't grew up in the best neighborhoods, you know. And then there was a time where, you know, the variety of girls when you living on dorm, it's the same bitches every day. You know what I'm saying? Like you get shot down and then you go to class tomorrow and that same bitch in there and then now you trying to holler at somebody else in the class and they like, didn't you just get set on fire by old girl yesterday? <laughs> didn't Lil Ma roast your ass trying to holler at her? It's funny, I fuck with two chicks who nickname was Lil Ma. One shorty was cornbread. I fuck with a lot of hoes. But that made me stop hollering at girls and just put my attention to the hoes and sugar babies and shit like that, you know what I'm saying, and it's weird to be 34 and then, you know, fuck with a girl who 19, 21, 23, I'll fuck with chicks my age, but then they are still actively pursuing relationships for marriage or commitment, and it's like, yo, shorty, you are 35, 37, possibly maybe divorce, got a baby or two by two different dudes, maybe by the same dude, who knows, you know, what, why, why do I want to be with you, what do you bring into my life, why, why do I even want to holler at you other than you got a nice shape, you cute, and It'd be an experience because I ain't fuck you before. So it's an experience of fucking you. But why I want to holler at you? And then they be rattling off shit that don't mean shit to a nigga. Like, what? That don't do nothing for me. You know? So, um, I think I knocked down a shorty who was like 43. I think she was older than that. But she was capping. She was lying because she ain't want to be. Uh, look, but she had a jamming ass body, nice body, you know what I'm saying, but even that plays a part, you know, like, older chicks don't have a lot of dudes trying to holler at them, ain't, ain't nobody shooting for no old bitch, or they lie about their age, make themselves, that's the funniest shit ever, old, old hoes lie to make themselves younger, young hoes lie to make themselves older, And as a man, if you fuck up, you going to jail. If you fuck with the wrong one. If you fuck with the wrong one, your honor, I did not know. And I, the judge is like, guilty. Get your ass behind that. <laughs> <laughs> Bailiff, 
arrest him. So, um, I don't know. I got a cool little thing that I do. Um, as I said, I don't holler at chicks I see on the street. It's normally on um, a couple sites, social media, a few apps, shit like that. But if you in the city and I'm driving somewhere and you driving somewhere and I see you in traffic and, you know, you playing your music, looking cute in your little car. I'm not finna, yo, my roll your window down. I'm not finna try to, no, fuck that. I don't, I don't care to. I ain't got time. I'm going to find a bitch that's just sticking her ass out, dressed like a thot, undeniable. You know what the fuck it is. Let's not even bullshit and play around. And if it's not that, cool. Because I'm not about to be trying to holler at you to date you. Like, this is a relationship. It's your own. Won't you let me X, Y, Z and let's skip to the end. Fuck all of the courting and dating and getting to know. Fuck, I'm not interested in that no more. You know how many times I did that? You know how many times you did that and was unsuccessful in the dudes you picked? So what I look like being the next clown to come to the fucking circus? I'm all right. And then as I always told chicks, it's not like y'all do the reverse. It's not like a lot of chicks look at it and like say, well, I'm going to start hollering at guys. Y'all, They still want to keep the traditional, it's a guy's responsibility to initiate the conversation. But look how a lot of bitches respond to that. How a lot of bitches will play you out. The rejection is why I stopped. As I said, the, even with all of the success I had, the rejection is just like, I'm tired of being shot down by bitches you would look at and be like, this bitch ain't got no real reason. When you do the tail of the tape and you line the scales up, I'm better than you. I'm giving you a chance to fuck with a nigga like me and you gonna act like you better than me because you got the pussy? Come on now, that's wild. You know, and then, as I said, it's not like girls is seeing guys somewhere and walking up and hollering at them. Most girls don't see a geeky dude in high school at the library, at the concert, at, you know, the car wash, the grocery store, online, wherever. Ninety eight percent of women do not approach the guy. They don't. Not really. And for the girls who do that, for the majority of those girls, it's always somebody of a celebrity status. If they see a singer, rapper, athlete, whoever, those groupie gold digger thought type bitches, yeah, they'll run down on them because they trying to get some money out that motherfucker. They trying to fuck, get a baby. They trying to do that, but, but it's not like women actively pursue men and approach men. Because they don't want to what? Face rejection, possibly. All you motherfuckers ain't attractive either, and I've said it multiple times. I'm alright. I'm decent. I know I ain't motherfucking a dream. I ain't no fucking nightmare either. But, uh, 
that's why I don't holler. I just got tired of the rejection and the the, the, the having to come up with a quick line, a opener, something to break the ice, say something interesting. I don't fucking know you. You cute. And what the fuck is up? How you doing? I see you in the grocery store. I'm a smooth nigga like, yo, how much is that? You know, she in the grocery store, hot Cheetos and a fucking Sprite and a couple little Starburst packs. And how, how much is that? Seven something dollars. Hey, yo, ma, I'll pay for that. You know what I'm saying? Let me, let me holler at you right quick. See you cute. You from around here. Are you your people's, your boyfriend, your man's. Like, what's going on? Like, I, I, I break shit down like that. Now, used to. Now, I don't give a fuck if your shit 99 cent. I ain't buying your shit, bitch, gone somewhere. Is you fucking? Is you fucking? We about to get something going or what's up? Because I bought a bitch groceries and save a lot and she ain't even say thank you. I almost punched this bitch in the back of the head. Being a gentleman, stupidest shit ever. Being chivalrous, opening doors for bitches, and they ain't even appreciative of the shit no more. Not even a thank you, entitled to it. Almost kicked this bitch in the back. Fuck is you to not acknowledge a guy being respectful towards you? I don't owe you nothing. Well, the fuck you think we as men owe you if we plan on that same wavelength? I'm just, I just gave up. I'm done. I'm all right. I'm 34. Fuck it. I'm not getting married. I don't want to be in a monogamous, committed relationship. That shit don't make sense for a guy. Women don't even do the traditional shit that represents their role. But as a guy, you got to do, what the fuck I'm going to holler at you to be a whipping boy for you? For some maybe sometimes... If you want to give me some pussy, when I can just go get a hoe and fuck her when I want and then tell her, don't call me, I'll call you. Don't pop up at my house. Don't just come dropping by because you want to see me. I had a bitch do that. I had to cut her off. Don't just be showing up at my house, knocking on my door, texting and calling me. Now, don't, 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 don't do that. Because when you fuck them good, that's when they get stalkery. Now they stalking you. Well, remember, you ain't even want to talk to me. Now I fuck the shit out of you. Now you fucking at my house. You bitches don't even cook no more. I ain't fucking with a bitch until they can make the turkey lasagna. Because I don't eat pork. And I had a bitch talk about, oh, we can, we can order out and eat out the... You know how expensive that shit is? Because bitches love to eat. But you don't want to cook. I can just get a hoe and not feed her. <laughs> how much that light bill? <laughs> that light bill, how much? $105. I pay. Hey, come here. Come on. Come, come see a nigga. Come get that, you know. Fuck all that. I'm cool. I'm cool. And then the headache of being in a relationship. That aspect of it. I'm not interested in, in, in that part either. 
being tied into their life and their problems and their ups and downs is more downs than it is ups. It's just like, you got to love me at my worst and love to get me at my best or some shit like that. And I'm like, you bitches be at y'all worst for too fucking long. A whole decade done went by and you still ain't at your best. You still at your worst. And then as a guy, it's like, you got to be at your best so they not fucking with you. And I remember, bitches was not giving me no play when I was on the RTA. That's a bus line in case you're not from Ohio. You wasn't on that motherfucking, uh, uh, you wasn't in the car. They was not hollering at you. Oh, I gotta, I gotta catch the rapid. I gotta catch the train. The train? You got a bike? I'm gonna pull up on you my bike. You, a bike? Oh, boy, you better, you get... Shut the fuck down immediately. He talking about coming to see me on a bike. Girl, I told you getting clowned the fuck out of here. Meanwhile, this bitch is on public transportation and bumming a ride from her best friend as well. But she, she, she too good for you. And I'm talking about when I was in a respectable, decent position in life. Had a car, two cars, my own place, good job, making good money. And I still got to holler at you for you to look at me and be like, nah, I could do better. You can do better. Word. I like to see that. So I just stopped hollering at chicks. I'm cool. I'm good. But. I'm going to end this rant right here. 